This is Vena and Vita and you're listening to Tishkos in Tanzania. Our desire is to share our experience as missionaries overseas with you all. We hope you get the chance to hear what Jesus is doing and to be encouraged by the work of the body of Christ in another part of the world. We pray our voice will rise up a missionary heart in you to serve the Lord and people wherever you are located. So, we have on the podcast today my sister, Lena. Hello, Lena. Hey, everybody. It's Lena from South Dakota. South Dakota, the best place on earth. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, so Lena actually came to Tanzania with me um, two weeks ago. We arrived here two weeks ago, and it's pretty cool how everything worked out since Venya wasn't able to come. So we're just going to talk a little bit and hear about Lena's experience. She's going to share kind of what we did and um, what, like how God worked on her heart this trip and what she's going to bring back home. So first of all, go ahead and introduce yourself. Who are you? How old are you? Who's the best sister in the world? <laughs> She's a little nervous. Hey, everybody. So my name is Lena. I'm from South Dakota. Like, Wait, fun fact. My name is Vitalina, and her name is just Lena. Okay. Yes, just Lena speaking over here. I'm Vitalina's sister. Um, I'm 24 years old, and uh, Vita invited me to join her in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, for these two weeks. Um, so here I am. Yeah. First, she didn't want to come. Yes, that's true. Um, interesting story. I actually um, thought I was going to lose my job. And um, what do you do for work? So I am a tax accountant and mm. I just came out of a busy, busy, busy season. And I was very um, just overwhelmed and stressed out and just um just tired and I thought I was doing really bad at work which um in trueness I um didn't perform as well as I'd like to and I seriously thought I was going to get fired so I said what the heck I probably won't have a job in May so might as well come to Africa so here I am that's kind of how how I got here yeah, that's cool. So we arrived here two weeks ago, like I said, and everything was went smoothly. Um, and I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> should we restart? <laughs> no, we should not. No, please no. let's restart this podcast. Raw, right? It's going great. No, let's like it'll be a lot smoother okay. now that I know. You should stop talking because I'm probably gonna put this in the podcast. Let's continue. All right, Lena. So, what um, what were your first impressions of Tanzania when you came here? Start from the city, Dar es Salaam, which is where we landed, and then talk about a little bit about your impressions of Kigoma. Okay. Um. Yeah. So let me just rewind in my mind back to two weeks. Um. So I don't remember all the details of from Dar. I remember being yeah, oh, we were really tired. Yes. I do remember. Um, so we arrived in Dar, and right away, um, the airport is, I don't know, like something you'd see in the movies. There's like no AC there. We got off the plane and um, 
we went into this basement area where we had to fill out a visa for me. And um, I remember standing in line and I had a really sad experience. <laughs> um, Your first impressions of Dar. So you get to the airport, you go into the basement. That was great. Yeah, it was. Um, so I got my visa. Everything went smoothly. We kind of had a few like issues like with our luggage and whatnot. Um, but we made it out. Um, it was hot. I remember mm -hmm. standing and waiting for our driver um, to come and get us for our hotel. And I remember I was like soaking wet uh, from sweat. Sorry, everybody. TMI. Um, but yes, <laughs> it was very hot. And I was tired then. Um, I The roads were really crazy, very bumpy here in Africa. Um, no, uh, traffic rules whatsoever. Um, so, but, uh, but beautiful. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> um, the, the city was okay. Um, it was hectic. It was, it was hectic yeah. and a city is a city. All cities are usually filled with people and, yeah. um, yeah. yeah so. One thing that I do remember in Dar and like standing at our airport is just hearing um, like the Muslim uh, time of prayer just sounding. Okay. So um, what about when you came to Kigoma? Because we actually had to take a local flight from Dar to Kigoma the next day. Um, so we got to relax a little bit in our hotel before that flight. But um, we took a little mini flight to Kigoma from Dar. What were your thoughts on that? The flight? <laughs> the flight when you first landed in Kiki. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. So, <laughs> your first thoughts on the, um, on Kigoma when you came here? Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I stepped off the airplane, um, my first thoughts were, wow, Kigoma is very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, the African soil is beautiful. It's like this reddish, um, color, color. And, um, we arrived and it must have rained right before we arrived because, mm -hmm. um, like the road was damp mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it was very pretty, and it was just soothing and, like, this cool feeling, like, hey, I made it to Africa. Yeah. So it was. I was very excited at that point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we came We came to the house. What did you think about the house? Um, My house. Yes. Um, so Vita's house is a bright uh, lime green color. Yeah. Um, it's not her fault because she has a <laughs> landlord and she can't really repaint her house. Um, but yes, it's a bright uh, lime green color. Um, when I first arrived, I was tired and kind of afraid to go to sleep because I heard of all of these stories of like bugs and whatnot and I just did not want to lay down at all or be left alone in a room by myself so mm -hmm. I um, endured and stayed with the group um, that day yeah but then you got used to it and we actually haven't seen any bugs which is pretty awesome yeah actually it's been a very blessed trip so far <laughs> in regards to bugs no and cockroaches. scary things Correct. I am like really afraid of cockroaches if I see a cockroach I will not go into that room for like a few hours because I don't like cockroaches. I'm deadly afraid of them. Yeah. And I have not seen one. 
this Woo. whole time. So praise the Lord. <sighs> yeah, very good. Um, cool. So you like Kigoma? Yes, I do. Okay, I like Kigoma too. That's why I live here. What talk about a little bit like what we did um, for ministry? What was your favorite ministry? Let's start with that. Um, so some of the ministries. Um, well, most of my time here was spent um, doing ministry with children. So we visited a baby orphanage, and we also did ministry at uh, a town, a village called mm-hmm. Ujiji. And today, actually, we went to another, is this a town, Simbo? Yes. A village, mm-hmm. Simbo. I think uh, my favorite part was probably doing ministry in the villages with Mm -hmm. um like just kids that gathered around Mm -hmm. they were a little bit older and so I felt it was easier just to connect and just to smile at them and to show that they are loved and just to connect that way just we spent like time dancing with them and just um you know like holding their hands or giving them a hug um I think that was my favorite part Today, I got to see a different kind of ministry. We went to Simbo, um, and it was literally a little kid's service. Uh, there was um, somebody who, um, like, th- it started off with, like, dancing and singing, and there was, like, a leader. But after, like, the service progressed, and the leader would choose, like, kids to come out, and, like, a, a child would come out, and they would, like, start singing a song and, like, um, show like different hand motions. Um, he, they would choose like people to pray. Um, we had time where like, um, one of the team leaders prayed for healing and sicknesses and all the kids placed their hands on each other. And, um, for me, it was really cool. Cause I felt like I connected to like with this ministry to like the kid ministry that we have in town and, and just, I don't know. It was just really cool to see little kids, um, you know, take what they know and just share, like seeing a child's faith. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What did you think about the church service? Uh, like a Sunday service? Yeah. Here? yeah. Um, it, it was awesome. Uh, very loud. Um, African people like to sing really, really, really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I like repeatedly saw, in, and this goes to say for like, every uh, like ministry that we were at and the people that we visited is um their devotion to Jesus is um just incredible like you could see it in their faces and when we were at church um I didn't know the words and I didn't know what they were singing but I can see like on their faces like they loved Jesus and Jesus was worth it and he was worthy of praise and that was so cool to see mhm very cool. Another thing that we did um, during the time that I was here is we went to a college. Um, it was a technical school, and they had a group of students um, who were believers, and we gathered with them, and we first started off with the time of worship, and they led um, their African worship, which is really cool. African people have, like, the sweetest um, songs and the coolest beats ever, mm-hmm. Um to uh their songs literally mm-hmm. i love it and um and then uh we went into one of the team leaders um 
shared a word and after we had a panel of Q for Q&A questions and answer, they would, you know, ask their questions that they had from like reading the Bible on their own time. And um, our team would answer them. And again, like one thing that I noticed is their devotion to Jesus. So cool. 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 What What is like the strangest thing that you've seen here that kind of threw you off or made hmm. you think, whoa, that's different or that's weird? I was kind of prepared just because you've always come home and like shared different stories and whatnot. So I like I already had like some kind of perceptions on Africa. So I wasn't like there wasn't anything that was like, whoa, to me. I don't know. One thing that was really funny that I found really funny that I don't know if everybody else was, but they have like clothes hangers of like clothes <laughs> and they, they are really funny. Let's just leave Let's it at that. <laughs> They're really I don't funny. know. I don't have anything. You got to come to Africa to see it. That's, I, that's the thing. Yeah, they're really funny. I will take a picture and try posting it tomorrow. Yeah, everyone follow Lena on Instagram <laughs> if you want to see that picture. Cool, cool. So what do you, What would you say to someone who um, is listening and does not have a desire to go on a mission trip? Like, just like you did. You didn't really want to come. I mean, not that you didn't have a desire, but I had to ask you to come and, you know, it wasn't in your thoughts to come. So what would you say for someone who is at home and is thinking, you know, that's not me. I'm not called to that. Like, would you still recommend them coming out here for a cultural experience just to get away, get out of the, what's it called? Comfort, their comfort zone. Or, you know, what would you, what would you say? How would you encourage someone listening to your experience? Yeah. Um, and just to backtrack, um, Vita's right. I didn't have like the greatest desire to Africa. I made v Vita a list of probably 20 reasons why I should mm -hmm. not come to Africa. And, um, she had to talk me through each, each of them. And I think even if, um, you don't have it in your heart or like it's not your desire. Like for instance, yeah, to be honest, it wasn't a desire of mine at all. And I think, um, and I admitted this to my sister Vita and here I am going to admit it to all of her podcast listeners. <laughs> I right away said off the bat, like I'm going to Africa for selfish reasons. I'm going because I came from a season of I'm tired. I am overwhelmed. Like I'm done pretty much with just like the life that I had with work and and home life and all the ministry that I was doing in Sioux Falls, I was kind of done. And I said, I need a break. I need um, time off. So I was going here with selfish motives. Um, and I told that. And, and I, one of my reasons was my motives are wrong. And I feel like God is going to strike me when I get to Africa. <laughs> Yeah, and God, that didn't that. happen. And and um but what's cool is is God is good and he always knows our motives and um he always um you know works for the good. Like sometimes um you know what you have planned. Like God knows that. 
um, but he has an overall plan and he has a greater purpose for your life. And I would recommend everybody to come to Africa. Yeah, to experience the culture. Yeah, to experience all of that stuff. But uh, more so is just to get out of your safe place, get out of your comfort zone um, and let God show you um, something different about him. Let him teach you in a different way because here I am in Africa and it's something so different. The, the lifestyle here is way different than in America. Like in America, we're always go, go, go. And here it's, um, it's a lot um, of slower. It's definitely slower. So um, everyone's always late. That's very true. <laughs> Everything takes a lot of time. Very true. You just take your time doing it all. That's just how it goes around here. And sometimes it gets frustrating because you kind of just, you come from this go, go, go style, lifestyle, and you want to go, go and do things here. But because no one like is, a, no one around you is like that, you, you stand out and you kind of have to you know, slow down for them. And it gets frustrating sometimes because you could get bored, you could get, you know, angry, but it's a lot, takes a lot of patience. It grows your patience for sure. So speaking of um, learning about God, what have you learned about God? What have you learned about um, yourself, God? Like, what have you seen this trip? Okay, I think what I've learned and com what coming to Africa gave me the opportunity to do is, and throughout this whole season, I felt like God was saying like, hey, uh, slow down, Lena, you're going way too fast. And um, that's a testimony of its own. But I think uh, like coming here, God showed me like, hey, sometimes it's not about the like, the go, go, go. But the most important thing is just reconnecting with him every, every morning and every day and, and throughout your day. I think that's what I learned here and, um, just been learning about rest and God's been bringing it up to me these last few months during my crazy hectic season. And in coming here to Africa, I was just given the opportunity to say like, Hey, it's time to rest. It's time to, um, rejuvenate. It's time, um, like, I guess God taught me, like, hey, this is what it needs to be. This is what spending time with me looks like. And then this is what serving other people looks like with spending time with me. Mm, and um, so I learned that God is a God of rest, and he desires that for his people. And just God is a God of love. Mm -hmm. That's very good. So who is one person that you found interesting on this trip <laughs> are you fishing for a compliment no 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 just anyone like who stuck out to you on this trip i think in general um the first thing i noticed is just the team here the restoration of hearts team um because they um and 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 you would have to be blind to see that or not see this um, they have such a passion for Jesus and such um, a selfless love. I noticed it right off the bat. Um, yeah, they stuck out for me. I saw their love for people. I saw their love for God. And it was really cool spending time with them these past two weeks. 
Yeah. Because Vanya and I are back and forth this year with the things that need to get done in America for Vanya to be here officially. We have a team that is here all year long, um, a team of three people, and they are just working so hard to do ministry, make sure things are getting done, and preach the gospel everywhere that they go. And it's going great. Um, they're doing a fantastic job. So even when we're gone, you know, ministry doesn't stop. We're, we've raised up people, who locals, who can take things on and do them even if the missionaries are gone. And it's good that we have the missionaries here just to keep things, you know, rolling. And, um, yeah, so everything is working out really well. Um, so thank you, Lena, for sharing your thoughts about Africa, sharing your heart. And hopefully it will bless a lot of people. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, I know we've been kind of slow on the podcast. Uh, it's just kind of hard with all that's going on, but... We promise to eventually get a flow going on here. So, yeah, stay tuned for another episode of Tishko's in Tanzania. Be blessed. <laughs>